Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio presented by Callaway Golf. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Got a great show for you this week as we tackle a couple of big topics in the game of golf. One of those is heckling, which has uh, certainly reared its ugly head once again, and some thinking it's not so ugly. Patrick Reed, the recipient of a cheater 
heckle during the Maui, inv- I guess it's not Maui Invitational, but the Tournament of Champions there at Kapalua yep. in Maui. And uh, a, a lot of discussion. It spurred a discussion as to whether or not that is something that should be allowed in the game of golf. And there's a lot of factors and things to consider. We'll get into all of that. Plus, we're going to welcome in Thomas Pagel from the USGA. The World Handicap is now available and is the standard. What does that mean for you and your handicap? And what is it going to mean going forward? What are the changes? What are the impacts to you, to your course, to your playing partners, to your tournament play? All of that will welcome Thomas Pagel from the USGA to answer those for you. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss that. Plus, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. He'll weigh in on this uh, heckling issue. Jeff Rude, our good friend and longtime golf broadcaster and uh, journalist, will join us. I, I want to get hit. You know, if there's one guy that knows something about Rude, it would be the man who's his last name. So yep. why don't we find out from Jeff himself whether heckling is rude or is this just part of the fact that golf is becoming more and more mainstream like the other sports? It, it is an interesting topic, isn't it, Bob? Yeah, no doubt about it. It's uh, it's pretty interesting that that you hear that type of thing. You know, a few years ago it was Baba Booey and um, – Mashed potato you know, and mashed potato and all that kind of stuff. And and now you're hearing guys uh, taking the next level after the Ryder Cup or not, excuse me, the President's Cup down down in Australia. And guys are calling people cheaters out of the crowd, um, pointing that at Patrick Reed. So. Kind of crazy. I want to get your take on it. I want to get your thoughts. Uh, as we said, we got some good guests to talk about it as well. And I'd love to hear from you. Our Twitter handle is at Real Golf. That's where you can give us a follow. Next week, by the way, we're going to be giving you the inside scoop on the all-new Maverick drivers that are coming out from Callaway Golf, Fairway Woods, Hybrids, Irons as well. Give us a follow. You're going to want to follow us on Twitter at Real Golf because you could have a chance to win one of those brand-new drivers from Callaway Golf. Mavericks coming to one of our great followers at Real Golf. You want to jump on, tell your friends, get them on board, and uh, give yourself a best chance to win a brand new driver from Callaway Golf. We'll talk about more of that next. We'll get into this heckling topic as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. 
And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's presented by Callaway Golf. Coming up on Tuesday... Mark your calendars. Follow Callaway Golf on all their social channels. You're going to find out the details and the first look at the new Maverick drivers, fairway woods, hybrids, and irons that are releasing on Tuesday. That's right, this coming Tuesday. If you're not following them, be sure to do so uh, at Callaway Golf uh, on Twitter and other social media. There's going to be a huge launch on Tuesday and you'll find out all about that from Callaway and then next week right here on Real Golf Radio we'll be bringing you the inside scoop with our good buddy Dave Neville who is a senior director brand management for Callaway Golf and he's going to tell us all about it I just talked to him he has been spending some time with some fittings he's gotten fit himself and he's got some really good feedback and data and some of the tour stats and and by the way Bob this week at the Sony Open in Hawaii it's the first full field event yeah. on the PGA Tour for 2020, and it's also the first time this product is available. Some of the players got it shipped to them ahead of time. Some of them was just, it was there at the golf course when they arrived. And remember, there's no tour vans on the island. No, that's so correct. The, the numbers that are being put in play this week, he expects maybe 14, and they haven't even had full fitting. That's how much they're loving what they're seeing out of Mavericks. So uh, be sure to check that out. Launch on Tuesday. All right, Bob, <clears throat> we appreciate uh, you joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. This this uh, whole thing of heckling. And by the way, we, we got to get into Justin Thomas. Picked up win number 12 and joined some elite company. We'll tell you about that. We'll get into some of the other thoughts about going into that playoff. Xander Shoffley, oh so close. Patrick Reed with a, fun, a phenomenal Sunday round to put himself in position and get into that playoff so there's a lot of things a lot of takeaways from week number one and and we will get there but we got to start with the heckling because that's the topic of the week in the game of golf and I've got some feelings on it and I know Bob does as well 
one of the things that I think is really spurring this, Bob, is, and we just mentioned the social channels, what we're finding now with this whole social media world is that we feel, and I say we, I'm talking about the general public, the fans, the observers, Right. we all feel based on the fact that celebrities, sports, stars, athletes, golf, whatever, they're sharing their inside lives with us via social media. And so there becomes this interesting idea that where we once just had Facebook and you had to be friends with somebody to see their channel, you're now able to be friends, if you will, or followers of your favorite people and find out exactly what they're doing almost on a daily basis. Yes. And you, if you don't like that person, it almost, it gives you fuel, personal fuel to be able to attack them and people become more and more emboldened, especially yeah, on empowered. Yeah. Channels like Twitter. And so I think that is what is spilling over onto into the galleries. You see it in other sports as well from the, from the stands. So I, I think that is a big thing. I'll address that. Number one, I, I think that the, the social media, I guess the brazenness of some of the fans is spilling over and you're starting to see that. What do you, do you agree? Disagree? What's your thoughts? No, I, I agree with you. Um, I think I see a couple of things. First of all, we've become a society, a society as of recent, um, it, you know, maybe in the last three or four years or whatever with all of the social media and like you said, Twitter and that kind of thing that people can share their opinions and there's no, their opinions and there's no repercussions from it. Um, they can share them as loud and as big as they want. And you don't have somebody there in your face. That's going to knock your head off because you, you said something and, and you can, you know, guys troll people and, and that kind of thing. And, and they're looking for a fight. They're looking for a fight. So now you come into the arena of say golf and, and sitting in the stands or, or on the back of a tee or whatever. And if you don't like something about somebody, you guys, guys start spewing and they start uh, making comments and stuff. Justin Thomas, just what a couple of years ago, kicked, had a guy kicked out in in Phoenix. Um, we saw Chris DeMarco. Remember when the guy went yeah. Noonan from the crowd on that short putt, he pointed at him. They took him off the golf course. The guy, no love. We were standing right there watching Davis love when he was playing in the, in the match play at La Costa. And the guy said no love on the tee when he was playing Tiger Woods. And they went down there, kicked the guy right out of the golf course. But it's become more prevalent for people to to voice their opinions, uh, make remarks. We saw it at the President's Cup with Patrick Reed. Um, and now we see it again at the Century Tournament of Champions last week in Maui when the guy yelled cheater from the, from the, from the crowd. Um, Patrick Reed said he didn't hear it. But... Um, yeah, it's not it's not part of the game and it's not called for, especially with with people watching the game of golf. Okay, that's what I wanted to get to because we we identify we kind of led with what I think is causing some of it and one of the reasons. But it, is it appropriate for for fans to be able to holler no. like that in in your no. mind? It, it it hasn't historically. It's been it's been more of it. There's been more decorum, even among the the patrons, Correct. if you Correct. will, the fans that are there. It's becoming less so. You've got phones, you've got social, you've got all these things, you've got betting, you've got alcohol, you've got more passionate buy-in by the fans. Some of the people would say that's a good thing, uh, that the, the fans are buying in more and there's more passion and it's becoming more mainstream like other sports. Others would argue that it's not. I, I, I guess 
I know you've been around a long time and I'm pretty sure I know your opinion on this, but do you, do you think there's a place for that? Is it okay for fans to have fun? They paid their ticket. They're there. That's just part of the game. Is it okay to, to, for them to, if they think that's, that's fun to go ahead and holler at these guys? Well, no. And, and that's not, that's not the part of the game that, or, or the part of the crowd that you allow people to, to go ahead and yell and heckle and, and, and be, boisterous and all that kind of thing. That's not part of it. Um, in golf, it's totally different. And I think, I think we're going down the wrong track. If we start to accept it and let it run its course, I don't, I don't agree with, with commissioner Monahan on that deal. Yeah. He said, you just got to let it play out. And, and that also the players should expect that this is part of, of being in this arena, right? They make a lot of money. And by the way, fans feel like if they make a, if somebody makes a lot of money, then they should have to take, whatever they're willing to throw at them. So and that, and that's in all sports, not just golf. I here, here's the difference. Okay. And, and we've argued this before, but the golf ball is at rest and it's quiet. If you holler something or there's a noise made to, 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 to break the concentration, then it's, it's going to cost a player, right? If it's yep. loud and ruckus the whole time, you from start to finish, like you'll see on the first tee at a, at a Ryder Cup when Bubba Watson gets the crowd going and they cheer all the way through his shot, that doesn't bother him. It's the sudden change. And I've always maintained that if you were in the middle of a basketball NBA game and it was loud and everyone's waving those things behind the backboard and then just as he's about to shoot that free throw, everyone could simultaneously go dead quiet, there's not a chance that ball gets to the rim. I believe that hundred percent believe that. So, um, I, and I think it applies to all sports that said, the question is whether or not it should be allowed in the game. And, and I think betting now coming into the game is only going to further, uh, exacerbate the situation. We'll talk about that more coming up next. The caddy joins us as we continue this topic. Again, you can weigh in at real golf is our Twitter handle. Caddy joins us next. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. That will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You into golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You into golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us as we continue talking about, uh, you know, I think this is a, a really valid topic. I think it's something that we can continue to talk about probably to the end of time. I, I'm anxious to see how, with so many factors at play, how this the sport and the fans that attend the sport start to change and and evolve as our sport evolves into more mainstream mm-hmm. and in our society in itself, in and of itself, starts to evolve. And there's so many less barriers, as we've mentioned, than, than there used to be. And so p- people, including fans, who are also well lubricated, are you know getting more and more courage to yell things out. And, and, and it changes the game, no doubt about it. Anxious to get the caddy's point of view, here he is. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy joins us here each and every week. And before we bring him on, just one other reminder coming up on Tuesday, it's the big launch for Maverick, the driver, Fairway Woods, hybrids, irons, all coming out from Callaway Golf. Be sure to tune in to Callaway Golf and their social channels coming up on Tuesday for the big announcement. Caddy joining us right now. Caddy, what's up, man? I am going to take a very opposite viewpoint on it, on things here. Have you been listening to the first segment to know if you're going to be opposite or not? I, well, I, I'm, I know what you're talking about. You you mentioned some terms, you mentioned some terms in your little preview there that I, that I'm going to disagree with. I think, I think people, I think people are, going the wrong direction in golf. And let me explain. The two words I'm going to disagree with are evolve and grow the game. Then the term grow the game. Okay. 
I think those are, I think they're, I think the term more properly applied is not that things are evolving, but they're devolving. I think they're going backwards and they're getting worse. That's how I'm looking at it. And then the grow the game thing, I don't understand why do we need to grow the game? Well, that's the job of every organization is to get more eyeballs on your sport, making your advertising more valuable, making more money for your players and caddies. Why? All of those things. It's because it's a business. That's why. Golf's not a business. Absolutely. Golf is a game. It's not a business. Okay, but in the context in which which we're talking about, it's professional golf. But I think think your attitude is what's completely wrong about all of it. I think you're saying bring more mainstream, bring more eyeballs. I I'm not saying not anything. I'm just, I'm just simply pointing out that this is the discussion that is going on. And, and you can't deny right, the fact that. Mistake. I think the thing that's attractive about golf is that it's different than most other sports. We have different rules. We have different ethics, different behaviors. That's what I think attracts a lot of people to golf. If you make it like everything else, then it's like everything else. I think, look, when, when Ben Hogan and Sam Sneed were growing up playing golf, there was no public golf anywhere. It was extremely difficult to access golf unless you had a lot of money. And look at what they did. They did just fine. They made great careers. They became great players. There were, you know, for a long time, and in most countries even now, golf has always been an elitist sport. Yet, People with no money figure out how to become very good players. Sebi Bayatera is another example. There's, there's tons of examples like that. And I don't have any problem with golf being like that at all because it's been just fine. In fact, I think a lot of us were really attracted to golf because it's different than all these other sports. I don't want, I don't want golf to degrade itself to be like other sports with other sports fans type behavior with other sports types of ethics. That's just how I feel about it. I think it's a mistake to think, Oh, we've got to appeal to all these young people who have 35 second attention, you know, 15 second attention. No, we don't. Golf's not going anywhere. You don't have to appeal to them. If you want to appeal to them, keep it different. Keep it like it's always been traditional. Hmm. Well, that flies in the face for some reason there. You know, some people say evolve or die, right? So. Not going to die. Game's not going to go away. It's been around for hundreds of years. More than most games. Way more than most games. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's not going to die. Since when's golf going to, golf's going to die because we don't make more money in it? No. But you got to continue to attract the interest of the next generation. Why? Why? Because when we all pass away, who's going to play if, if we're not attracting the, the next generation? Why did, why, did, why, why did we start playing 40 years ago when there was nothing like this growing the game stuff at all? It was a lot harder to access. Why did we get so drawn to it? It's not because of anything we're doing today to try, try, try to draw people to it. It's the opposite. We were drawn to it because there's nothing like hitting a golf ball solid. That feeling is a feeling that it's one of the great things that life has to offer when you flush a golf ball, you're you're there. You, golf's got you. It's ten it cup, man. Yeah. He's ten cup right now. It's nothing quite nothing such a pure as a feeling of a well struck golf shot. Hear him going there. Yeah. That's right. That's what it is. I mean, you're you know, golf is like that. You don't need anything to make that happen. And you know, it's 
I just I just don't understand the point of. I think I think by devolving things, which is the term I'm going to use, I I see this as a as making things worse, making the game less attractive when you do things like that. The mainstream stuff, get more eyeballs in there, play music, you know, on the range at an event, you know, when you're, when you're, I I just couldn't disagree with that more. I think that's, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to go to a, to a tour. When I went to tour events as a young kid, I mean, it was a beautiful place to go. It was like going to a major league baseball stadium at night. They turn the lights on. You've been playing on a dirt infield in little in little league, and you see this grass, and it's like holy moly! It's like going to Augusta for the first time. Why are yeah. people so attracted to the Masters? The reason people are so attracted to the Masters is because it's so traditional. That's what that's what golf is. Why do people go to St Andrews? Tradition. Home of golf. Tradition. Tradition of the game. Yep. You know, it, I, I don't think you're going to hear anytime soon walk-up music at the Masters or at St. Andrews. <laughs> That's true. I, if you I, did, it would be piano music. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Jim Spectator Nick, Guide. Here, let me read this from the Spectator Guide. Caddy. So the spectator yep. guide at Augusta says, in golf, customs of etiquette and decorum are just as important as rules governing play. It is appropriate for spectators to applaud successful strokes in proportion to difficulty, but excessive demonstrations by a player or his partisans are not proper because of the possible effect upon other competitors. Most distressing to those who love the game of golf is the applauding or cheering of misplays or misfortunes of a player. Such occurrences have been rare in the Masters but we must eliminate them entirely if our patrons are to continue to merit their reputation as the most knowledgeable and considerate of the world. I think that's what you're talking about is that that's, that's from Bobby Jones. That's the traditions of the game. That's what we know. And we love, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and players, players uphold those traditions of the game game. Hopefully with, with, you know, with uh, the rules of the game and that kind of thing. But, but I agree with you in a lot of ways that we don't, that we don't need that, the outside influences, the heckling, the baba buoys, all that kind of stuff. We don't need that in the game. When I was growing up and I started playing junior golf tournaments in Washington, D.C., there was this guy named Frank Emmett who basically created the junior program. And he was kind of a legend for doing this. Um, I couldn't play in the Maryland State Junior. I couldn't play in the Maryland Open. I couldn't play in any of that stuff because I didn't belong to a country club that was a member of the Golf State Golf Association. I was shut out. I got, I've had a chip on my shoulder with country clubs ever since then. But it didn't have anything to do with me not loving golf and not wanting to play golf at all. Maybe it even inspired me. I just, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that's right or that's good. And it's different now. You, I, I think you, it may be different now. You, you probably still have to have some qualification to play in the Maryland Open. but So it's hardly an open, right? <laughs> the Maryland yeah. Closed. We used to call it the Maryland, Maryland Closed. So, yes, that, but, but, but I'm just making a point that those things didn't even come close to making me quit playing golf or not be attracted to the game. Okay. So I just think the game itself is what 
attracts you. The hitting a golf ball solid is what really grabs you. But all the stuff that goes with it, I remember going out to the Kemper Open when I was like 16 years old and seeing a pro tournament for the first time. And the atmosphere was just so special. And the atmosphere was kind of like Bob Jones described in that paragraph about the game. That's what it was like. Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, Caddy, do you disagree that the, that that golf today is more exciting in the advent of Tiger and what he did to change professional golf than it was prior to Tiger coming on the stage? Because it certainly changed. And I wasn't around when when Arnold Palmer did his thing in in the '60s, but I'm told it changed and it became more exciting. So. I, I think I understand what you're saying and upholding the traditions. And I love that creed by Bob Jones in the spectator guide at the masters. And, but, and I love going to the masters for that reason, but it, it feels to me like this train has, 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 has left the station and it's, there's really no bringing it back. And, and it's kind of, even Jay Monahan said, you got to kind of let this play out and see what's going to happen and evolve. And it's, it's happening. You're adding, you're adding uh, passionate fans that are buying in, you're adding uh, cell phones and, and uh, social media accounts that are emboldening these fans. You're adding alcohol sales uh, even more aggressively. And, and now you're going to add betting into the game. So you understand Heckling, they could literally affect the outcome of a tournament. So what? They get kicked out. They just won cash. So you know because they were able to heckle the guy they were they weren't that what they weren't betting for. So I, I I can see that this could go and get way out of hand. Um, but at the same time, it's it's great to see the the sport continue to grab more eyeballs and become more and more popular. I I, I disagree with that. I don't think it's great. I think it's I think it's fine to, for the sport to become more popular and for more people to be into it, but everything you described in in your last commentary was make more money. That's what the gambling's about. Is gambling about anything but making more money? Anything no. at all? No, it's about making more money. So when you bring the scenario in where you can affect the outcome of a tournament because some guy has a big bet on somebody and yells in the middle of their swing, and he's going to win his bet, right? He's made more money. Well, yeah, okay. Has that made the game better? No. Uh, no, I've got, look, I'm no. not for that. I'm just saying that's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the problem. That's because the focus is all – when people say grow the game, it's the parallel to, to make more money. What it is, that's, what, that's what grow the game means. It means make more money for most people. I don't, I don't think, think that's. That I don't think that's. Even, I don't think that's all evil. By the way, I, I think it's. I think it's. I, I. I don't think it means that when the USGA says it at all. I think the USGA is interested in figuring out how to get people interested in playing golf. I think that's. You know, that's cool. That's great. But I think. I think for for most when most people use the term "grow the game," they're talking about how do we make more money. And most of what you described is how do we make more money? So I just, um, I think to me though, here's the thing, the bottom line I'm trying to make it point I'm trying to make is that the attractive thing about golf, it is, is that it is not like everything else. It, it doesn't require you to have a cell phone out there. It doesn't require you to have Instagram out. 
I think it would be way better, way better. How many people think everybody looking at their cell phones for eight hours a day is a positive? <laughs> yeah, true. Anybody think that? Well, what, no. what, what if we kept a cell phone ban on at a golf tournament? You can't bring your phone. Well, you're going to say, oh, you're going to lose people. Well, so what? Well, you know, okay, if, if, we're, if we're trying to make as much money as possible, you know, let's, you know, let's bring Top Golf out instead of having a PGA Tour event. They make a lot of money. They got a great thing going on. It's a great business idea. But I think it'd be better if you couldn't bring a cell phone at all with you to the golf course because you know what? Detoxing from your cell phone is a pretty good thing to do. All right, well, Caddy. There is one tournament. Yeah. That doesn't allow you to have yep. cell phones. There sure is, isn't there? And it's the yes, one. And there what, is. What? What? I mean, if you're naming the, the top couple tournaments in the world, that tournament's always mentioned as number one, usually, isn't it? Yeah, it is, without question. Every year, without question. All, yeah. all right, Caddy. So yeah. we're at we're out of time. We're up against a break. But so so to go back to the question I was going to ask you in the beginning. So are are you against? Do you do you think it's are you against heckling? Then is that inappropriate that somebody yelled cheater? At uh, in the golf tournament last week with Patrick Reed, I think it's entirely appropriate if you're sitting in the end zone at the Raiders game, but it's not appropriate at a golf tournament. Period. All right, there you go, Perfect. Caddy, bringing it strong today and with some strong feelings, and uh, we'll continue talking about it. Thanks, Caddy. We appreciate that, man. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. See, he still called us gentlemen after that, even with all yeah, the passion. Yeah, and the yeah. and he was you bringing it. him up, Brian. Uh, well, look, I, I, I'm not arguing with him. I was just presenting what the what the the topic is and the discussion is, and yeah. and that's his side. And I don't necessarily yeah. disagree. I agree with. Yeah. W- <laughs> you agree that I don't necessarily disagree. I agree. Uh, okay, okay then. All right, Bob agrees. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. More real golf continues next. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville. What makes Jaws the most aggressive groove in golf? What really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. We've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have. And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. Order Jaws today at CallawayGolf.com. Your hands with the grip. They form the connection between you and your club. 
In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us as we continue this conversation. The heart of this is really, is it rude to heckle a player out there? And so I figured, you know, who better to consult than the man who is known as Rude, Mr. Jeff Rude. And he's the longtime golf uh, journalist and a good friend of ours. Jeff, uh, it, it, appreciate you joining us, by the way. Is it rude Thanks. then to heckle uh, a player out on the golf course? Well, I think it would be okay for me to heckle somebody because I was born rude. I have an excuse. Other people don't have excuses. <laughs> I love it. See, that, that's, that's going that's right awesome. to the source. Um, you know, I, I, you know, obviously that's been a hot topic this week. Uh, you know, and and, uh, and thank goodness that whoever yelled cheater to Patrick Reed, it's it's uh, in the playoff at uh, Kapalua. It, it, it didn't interfere with the stroke. It was after the stroke, but but still. You know, uh, I, I'm from the school that it's it's uh, it's more uh, it's more important to be kind than right. Um, you know, I, I don't think golf needs uh, uh, heckling. Okay, it's it's it sets itself apart from other sports. Um, you know that that doesn't mean you can't uh, you know express yourself a little bit. But let's be you know uh, I'm, I was surprised. You know, uh, Damon Heck from the Golf Channel, a longtime friend of mine. Uh, posted a thing that said uh, he agrees with Commissioner Monahan, Jay Monahan, the tour commissioner, that heckling is, uh, is, is to be an accepted part. Um, you know, I mean, in, uh, you, do you have the Monahan quote there, uh, Brian, of what he said so we can, so the listener can uh, be in sync with us? Yeah, so Damon said from the commission back in March of 2018, quote, yelling, get in the bunker, which we'll remember, that was an incident, that, that that's part of the what our players have to accept. In any sport, you, you go to an away game and people aren't rooting for you, but they can't interfere with what you're trying to do competitively, unquote. Yeah, I don't think players uh, should have to accept heckling. I don't. I think players... I think players have to, uh, you know, be thin-skinned to what's on social media. But heckling shouldn't be allowed. There's a, on the PGA Tour ticket, there's a decorum policy on the back that doesn't, you know, basically says if you 
misbehave, we can, you know, we can throw you out. Um, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and so I, I, I'm surprised to, to hear the commissioner have that sentiment, particularly, particularly, and I think this is important with, you know, live gambling, uh, on the way it, it only stands to possibly get worse. If, uh, if the three right. of us are out at the, uh, the, the, the Island hole at TPC Sawgrass, if we've got, you know, Patrick Reed's got a 10 footer and we've had four beers and, and, uh, we've got money on it and he misses it. I mean, who knows what people are going to yell. So, you know, I, 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 I think, uh, I mean, if I were the commissioner of the PGA Tour, I, I, w- I would have, uh, you know, listen, heckling doesn't have a place in our sport and uh, go from there. Well, and, you know, and that's what Bobby Jones said and what, what it says in the Spectator Guide at Augusta National. And, you know, we, we kind of hold Augusta National as the bar for, for what it should be, for, for what decorum and etiquette of fans and patrons is supposed to be in the game of golf. He said in, in golf customs and etiquette and decorum are just as important as rules governing the play. And, and for, you know, I know that Augusta national, if somebody starts to, to cheer or yell something out of the crowd at a player or stuff, you know, that guy's gone. Um, and so it doesn't oh, have yeah. to be done Bad. by the players. That, but well, let's go, uh, planets apart from Augusta National, 180 degrees, uh, to the Phoenix Open, uh, to yeah. the 16th hole, where, you know, all hell breaks loose and people, I mean, it, it, that, that place there gets in, uh, gets past, um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I it's not like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but, uh, you know, that, that whole thing, as long as they don't, uh, you know, interfere with, uh, person swing that whole thing seems to be pretty cool and and people seem to embrace it uh what are you guys thoughts about 16 at phoenix yeah so I, and this is my point exactly jeff i've always maintained it and being in sports broadcasting and in, in other sports football basketball you know from nba to college football and that type of thing you get this a lot oh you're a golf guy you got to be quiet try try hitting a, a, a putt with with uh, 20 000 fans screaming at you or something right, like that right, so look look i've right. defended this before and this is the point the Phoenix 16th at Phoenix is not that big of a deal for the players because the noise is a constant. Guys could be yelling, but right. you don't notice it because it's part of the noise. I've always maintained, right. and I said this earlier in the show, if a guy was sh- an NBA player was shooting a free throw and everyone's behind him screaming, waving all those signs and, and noisemakers and such, if you could simultaneously get all 20,000 fans to go to hush silence just as the NBA player is about to shoot that free throw, I, I promise you it doesn't get to the rim. So it, it, it's the change. It's not the noise. Yeah. It's the that change, right? That would be more right? disruptive. I yeah. agree with you. That would be more disruptive, the quiet. And, well, it's the, it's the one voice. Uh, piercing through the air rather than uh, constant chatter. Yes, that, yeah, that right. throws you, you off. Remember at the, right. You remember at the Ryder Cup a few years back in Chicago there, um, you know, Bubba Watson, he got the, he got the fans and every, everybody to start yelling and, uh, or, and uh, you know, making noise and cheering and that kind of stuff, and he just hit it right off the tee, and it was not, not a big deal. It's, it's that, that sudden interruption, that kind of thing. Um, like you said, that one voice, and then guys start having a problem with, with things happening and hope and, and what we're leading to is that one voice coming out right in the middle of the execution of a shot or a putt or something like well, that. Well, that's right. It really interfering with play, not, you know, the, the interfering with the stroke. Yes. And that, that is, uh, 
uh, that that's something that can happen. And and but here's the thing: I think it'll it would self correct. It. I mean, if all of a sudden you know uh, 50 people per tournament are getting tossed, I mean, you're going to see. I think you're going to see a self correction if we ever got there in the first place. And you know, I, I think golf fans pretty much know how to behave. Jeff Rue joining us here on and, Real and, Golf and, Radio. Yeah. No, and I think you know, and I think Reed's a different character too because if if golf has a villain, he's the guy, and so. And with the, you know, with, with, with the uh, incident at the Bahamas and his rap sheet, um, you know, people uh, probably feel more comfortable yelling stuff at him. I mean, you know, and, and, and I think what you saw, you got, the, you know, the fans are rough on him down at the President's Cup in Australia. So yep. um, I think Patrick can help himself. I think he could, you know, I, I would love to PR coach him. I really would. I mean, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't comment after the Kapalua thing you know, about it. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's an easy fix. First of all, had he called a penalty on himself in the Bahamas, we wouldn't be talking about it. People wouldn't be yelling cheater. And if we were talking about it, uh, it would be, Hey, this guy called a penalty on himself. Maybe he's rediligating his rap sheet. So, uh, you know, but we, uh, you know, I, I think Capilua, he'd say, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that people were saying that, listen, you know, um, uh, it's, you know, there, there, there needs to be some contrition and me a culpa from him at some point, you know, and, and, uh, you know, the world loves an apology, particularly American society loves the apology or the, or, or some sort of contrition. If it's sincere, right? Yeah. And that, that's the thing. So let me, let me second part of this. And I, and I think we, we agree with you that the fans need to go and have a good time at the golf tournament. They need to be respectful. Right. I mean, if you want to, if you yeah. want to get fun at, with some guys as they're walking down the fairway and holler at them, that's not going to affect play. Curtis would say it would, but, um, but, but to right. some point, as long as you're not interfering with them being respectful uh, while they're swinging, I think that's, that, that's something there. Now, l- 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 what about, is it, you know, going off this rude thing and I, I'm probably stealing one of your old uh, sticks here, but, is it rude to, to criticize a player in the media? I mean, I, I, this this whole letter, you know, talk about Patrick trying to help himself. This, this idea of him having an attorney send a letter uh, to Brandel Chambly telling him basically stop picking on my guy or will you, I'll, I'm ready to accept your apology and please don't say anything more about it. It reminds me that the Koi Pond office episode where Michael Scott puts sensitivity training in place and says, look, write something on the board and you can't be teased about it. Patrick is basically wanting to write the Bahamas sand on the board so he can't be teased about it anymore. And it's, it's backfire. I mean, it's, 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 it's silly. Yeah, I, I'm unfamiliar with the uh, the lawyer's letter to, to Brandle. Um, that that seems a little, uh, I, you know, without seeing it, I mean, I, it, it'd be hard for me to comment. But um, but the last time I did check, uh, uh, you know, that I, I read the, uh, the Constitution late at night before I went to bed, I, I stumbled across something called the First Amendment. And uh, it, it does allow for, uh, you know, freedom of speech and, and freedom of, uh, you know, free press and so forth and freedom of expression and freedom of peaceful assembly. So uh, I don't know the law and, and I don't know what Brandel said to prompt uh, that. But um, my Lord, I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. He's a commentator for, for my, my. And that's it, right? That's that's what he's paid to do is to express an yeah. opinion, and and uh, it, it's just it's it's interesting um, when you read the language of the letter uh, according to Golf Week and other sources that have, have put that out there. It's pretty. 
I, I mean, there, there's no basis for it. So it just feels like going back to you coaching him on right. the PR standpoint, this kind of stuff doesn't do you any favors. It just sort of stirs up the hornet's nest even more. I, I, this is not going to, this is not going to go away for Patrick anytime soon. Is it? Well, not unless again, he shows some contrition or, or, uh, saying, Hey, listen, you know, um, you know, it didn't look good. What happened in the Bahamas didn't look good, but I'm, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, everybody, people are calling me names and they're calling me cheater. And, and honestly, I didn't think, and I said, listen, you know, I just say, listen, you know, I'm, I'm sorry it happened. I, I, I can assure you it's not going to happen again. I'm going to, I'm going to be extra careful. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I hope I get everybody's, uh, if they can understand. And, uh, uh, at the same time, it's, you know, it's not pretty to call names, but, um, you know, I'm going to, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to donate the money that I won there to chair. You know, I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? Yep, you, yeah, you, exactly. Fight, fight back. I mean, uh, hug the world, you know? Jeff Rude is a veteran golf journalist, longtime golf journalist. He said anything I can do to make him feel old. So, but you know what? This is a guy that just got off his spin class, and I'm just rolling out of the rack. So, uh, yeah. they're, 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 who's old? I'm, I'm old. That's that's who's old. But um, you know what, Jeff? The, the first thing you said was it, you, your belief that it's better to be kind than right. And uh, you know, you, you've not been afraid to take a hard stance on things in the past. But having that mentality, we could all learn from that. I think that's that's my takeaway uh, from this discussion. I appreciate you sharing it and. Uh, always appreciate your insight and information oh guys thanks I, 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 you guys are among my favorites and uh thanks for having me on you got it we'll do it again real soon jeff rude joining us right here on real golf radio got to take a short break show continues next Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Jeff Rude and the caddy for joining us and weighing in on the heckling situation and also the letter to Brandel Chambly from Patrick Reed's Attorney, uh, quite the circus, really, if you ask me. Uh, and we'll just throw allegedly on all of this to, uh, I guess, keep us from getting any type of letter. We're going to shift gears a little bit. Coming on the back nine, hour number two, Thomas Pagel from the USGA will join us. We'll talk about this new world handicap system. Stay tuned to Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. 